What's up, everyone? This is Basement College Football. Probably can't call it the dupe anymore because no one lives there. Um, got Justin and Jason. For the first time, we're, they're both on the line. How are you doing, guys? Howdy. Not in the dupe anymore. I was never in the dupe. But I'm living the dream. College football's Big Red football's oh. finally back. That's 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 good. I am in a basement. Jason, are you in your basement? I, I'm not. I'm upstairs. Sorry. Justin, I'm guessing you're not in your basement My basement's either. still unfinished, so I am not in the basement. All right, I'm still living the dream, living in someone else's basement. <laughs> um, we got some big updates from you two, though, right? Since the last time we recorded. Do we really need to update? I mean, all our all our fall, all listeners are going to know that we know who we are. I got married. Everyone knows that. Yeah, but once we get a wide following and people listen back on our first few seasons, are, they're going to want to know. We are never going to get a wide following. So you don't think basement college football is ever as big as Barstool? No. Second. Oh, that's lame. A close second place, though. <laughs> We're the Barstool of the Midwest. That's what they say. I've heard that. I've heard that. I've also yeah. heard that in the wind. All right. I'm going to put that on my our Twitter bio, um, even though I'm pretty sure we have like 26 followers. So... Um, I think the first thing we're going to talk about is how much football have you guys watched? Zero. I've watched very little. I've watched a quarter here and there, but I've never watched like, like a, I've sat down and watched a full game all season. I probably get a, a at least a full game, and then maybe a, a late night half of another game. Well, Jason has me beat. I've watched almost no football. I watched the first half of Memphis. Uh, who they play last week? UCF last week. Um, yeah. but like with not with Nebraska not playing, I have not been excited for football. That ends today. Same here. I can't really get up on a Saturday and get excited for football without any Husker football. Yeah, and like the no fans and everything. Like it's still football, but the environment just does not seem the same. Very true. Um, the football I have watched. The Big 12 has been crazy. I don't know if you guys have seen standings of the Big 12. Kansas State and Iowa State are first. Oklahoma's 2-0. and Yeah, who, who at the beginning of the season would have picked those three teams to be the top of the Big 12? Not a lot. Iowa State has never been 4-0 to start. I saw that, yeah. Conference season. I was I heard them out. Sorry, what were you going to say, Jason? I said I don't have them going 4 0 either. A little prelude to my pick later in the episode. I do have them going, but I think it's going to be a really good game. Yeah, I heard them talking on game day about how they've never been 4 0. And if they win, they're basically in the driver's seat to go to the Big 12 championship. Yeah. And it, also, the odds, what did it say? Was Texas was the second highest odds to win the Big 12? Well, yeah, because they haven't played Kansas State or Iowa State, and Iowa State already has a win over Oklahoma. Huh. So I think that's why Texas is up there. But Texas doesn't look that good. I think they might lose today. Yeah, with all the drama going on down there also. Yeah, like the – did you guys see the stuff about the uh, eyes of Texas? Did you see all that? I just saw that the band refused to play it. I didn't read into it. No, yeah. what happened? So before the season, like a bunch of African-American players said that 
this song had racial undertones and they didn't want to stand for it anymore. What song? It's the eyes of Texas. They play it after the Texas game. It's, it's has the same tune of I've been working on the railroad. I don't know if you know that song. Oh yeah, I do. Gotcha. But it's, it's just like the eyes of Texas are watching you and you can't get away from them or something, Hmm. but it's like a school tradition and they play it after the game and the Texas players usually stand for it out outside the stadium or in the stadium but they didn't want to this year because they said it was racist and the AD came out and told them they had to. So there's like a lot of drama in Texas right now. The school or the band refuses to play it today, but they're going to play it through the PA speakers. Wow. So, I mean, that's perfectly fine with me. I, I hope Texas never wins another game, but horns down. Yeah. Horns down. LSU fell off with our old friend Bo Pelini. Is it Bo's fault? I mean, have you seen the defense? It's not great. It's not great. <laughs> also, I got a question related to bad defense. Um, so, is it the horrible offense, or, or is it horrible defense, or just really good offense? For LSU? Just all, if you look around, yeah. The, NCAA, it's uh, kind of oh, come, becoming a common denominator. Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. I would say a little bit of both, but I think like the shortens um, uh, fall season or spring season really hurt the defense especially. But, I mean, every offense has been getting faster, so. Yeah, I just have seen crazy – offensive numbers and especially in the sec with old miss and mississippi state just and lsu all having very bad defenses yeah maybe it's just the teams that are playing have really good offenses you know it's crazy i saw this uh stat on espn a few days ago the conference that's giving up the least points per game is the big 12 huh That's unusual. So the that is not yeah, not like prior years. No, the conference with the worst defense is playing so far the best. Is but I don't, I don't think that'll stick. Hmm. Uh, you go, Scott. I was just gonna say. I also saw that on ESPN they have the Big Ten with a thirty-four percent chance to get two playoff teams in. Hmm. How does that work? When we're, when we're getting so many less games than everyone else, like the SEC teams, how can they? How do they judge that? Well, I think what they're going on is they're expecting Wisconsin and Ohio State to be unbeaten, and then Wisconsin will lose to, or vice versa, in the Big Ten championship, and then they'll both get in over like a Pac-12 team that's only played seven games. Um, but also in the SEC, like Georgia has already lost to Alabama. So if they play them again, they're going to have two losses. So probably. Yeah. You'd assume so after last week. Yeah. Um... I got another question for you guys kind of on that. How What's okay. the over-under on how many regular season Big Ten games get canceled or postponed? Oh, 
There's a potential for 56 games total in the eight weeks. Oh, man. And there's a 21-day quarantine when if you test positive. So if one team gets it, then they're out for at least three games. Pretty much. I don't know what the guidelines are, if they can all test negative, but I I, I feel like it's a – when they said 21-day quarantine, yeah, if you test positive, you're out three weeks. I think what I read is – only a certain percentage of the team has to test positive to cancel the games. So if you have like one or two players, they'll have to sit out, but your team can play. But yeah. they're 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 together so often. I think it's very rare that you only have one or two players that test but positive. You, yeah, and you're seeing it's if it is a part of a team, it's like all of the O line or all of yeah. like the group, and then you're out. If only maybe eight people on your team have it, but six of them are O-linemen, you don't have enough O-linemen to play a game. Yeah. So that is the issue with a – I've been here with a lot of teams so far. It's not maybe not 20% of their team, but it's 70% of a certain group on the team. But NFL um, NFL's only had like two or three canceled so or like postponed so far, right? Yeah, uh, they have had a few moved, um, but I don't know if they're using the same testing policy as the NFL or not. Yeah, because you saw like can't trust college kids to be as uh, as careful as pro players, I suppose. Well, I think most schools are like I have class with some Nebraska wrestlers, and I assume football is doing the same thing. Like they're told unless they absolutely have to go to class, like don't go to class, like go online. So I bet most schools are, like, isolating them as much as they can from everyone else. But, yeah, if they go out and, like, party and stuff, it's going to screw it up. Yeah, I I was thinking about partying. I wasn't thinking about going to class. Yeah. But I I would say probably 10 games get canceled, and there's no room to make them up. Yeah, you can't just move it to a Monday night like, like Pro has. Yeah, uh, they might try to do that if there's not a, many people that test positive. And also, I bet they do as much as they can to get, like, make sure they're absolutely positive, like with Nick Saban doing all those other tests so that he could test negative. But it'll be interesting. We'll see if the Pac 12, because they're in the same boat as the Big Ten, see if they actually get their seven games in or not. Um, are all all other conferences the same way? Twenty one days quarantine if you test positive. No, I think the Big Twelve is the longest. Gotcha. And it's weird because the Big Ten it's twenty one days for a player, but if you're a coach, it's only ten or four, fourteen. I think it's fourteen. Checks out. So I don't I don't really get that. But Jeff Brom, Purdue's coach, tested positive, so he's going to miss the game today. Um, next thing I have written down is Desmond Howard is a bitch. <laughs> I second that. You need a second. Can we get a third? I'm Justin? down with that. I am down with that. He doesn't even, make, he doesn't like, even hide the fact that he hates Nebraska anymore. No, he doesn't. <laughs> I, I never want college game day to come to Nebraska again. Actually, I do and then beat Michigan or something. Or we can just boo him every time he talks. Yeah, Herb Herb Street's comment on on game day day was, 
it would be a win for Nebraska if we could just uh, have four four quarters and make it or make make it a four quarter game. Oh yeah, I agree. <laughs> like, I'm I'm obviously gonna pick Nebraska because I drank the Kool Aid, but I think our best case scenario is to lose by like fourteen. Oh, oh, that is generous. Fourteen generous. Okay, the line is now twenty-seven. I don't think we're gonna get beat by twenty-seven. Well, on average, we've only been—I mean, only—we've gotten beat by thirty-five points the last five times we played them, and they're returning ten starters. I think that's the—is it? Did they say on Big Ten that was the or on game day that was the fewest in the Big Ten? I didn't hear that, but that sounds like pretty few. I mean, they bring Justin Fields back. They're a good receiver. Alave's back. But they're, they lost their starting running back, I think. I don't know about defense. I don't follow Ohio State enough. but I think, I think that's what I heard, that they're returning 10, which is the fewest. And with Martinez, hopefully shaping up to be a great season. We'll see how it goes. Speaking of Martinez, I got some on him later, but do you think he has a short leash this year with Luke McCaffrey? Do you think if no, game I one think it's about the same? I think he's still Frost guy, and that's the way it's going to – Frost's going to give him the benefit of the doubt, I feel like. I agree, but I hope that they use McCaffrey like a lot. Maybe not just as quarterback, but in some gadget plays and stuff because dude's talented and – we can't say that about our whole roster. So, well, yeah, I'm I'm kind of glad that a little fire was lit under Martinez, but with this, but I don't think to answer your question, I don't think it's he messes up a couple times and he's out. But yeah, I agree with you because his freshman year, he came in and he was in a QB battle um, that he won, and then he had a really great year. And then last year, everyone knew he was going to be the starter, and he also was hurt, but he had a down year. So maybe this will help him out a little bit. Give him maybe had a he had a good camp because of it. But yeah, um, I don't know if you guys are tired of it, but I'm tired of. Yeah, I don't know if you guys do any sports reading, but every article I read has about Nebraska has comments about how Nebraska wanted to play so badly, and now they're going to get beat by Ohio State. And I'm tired of all the shits Nebraska's getting. Yeah, I don't know. We got. Thanks and praise for like a day. Yeah. And then the schedule came out, and everybody's like, okay, we can go back to hating Nebraska now. Yeah. Didn't well, help. Also, and today on game day, they're like, oh, Justin Fields, how does it feel that you brought back Big Ten football? I saw that too. I like, and I'm like, they didn't even yeah. mention Nebraska. Yeah. I don't know why. It seems like everyone in college football just doesn't like Nebraska. I don't know if it's still hard feelings from the 90s or, or what. Probably because we have a, a pretty – I think we have a pretty vocal fan base. Yeah, that's true. So 20 years from now when, when Clemson is crap, do, do we think they're going to get the crap Nebraska is getting right now? I just no, – I don't think they've really – they haven't built up a long enough dynasty. Alabama, Yeah. if they ever get bad, I think so. <laughs> I think so too. Because nobody can step on them; they're too high on their pedestal right now. Nobody can kick them while they're down. But yeah, once so they get down, that's a good point. Well, I guess it shows that we at least were one time 
a top program. Hopefully we get back. Honestly, I'd be happy with, in a regular season, I'd be happy with like a nine, eight win season. Uh, that, that's good. I mean, as long as we beat Iowa. Yeah. Dash says he's happy as long as we can beat Iowa or Wisconsin. If we go two and six this year and beat Iowa and Wisconsin, I'll, I'll still probably be kind of happy. I'll be happy too, but if we lose to Illinois after how they played last night, I don't, I don't know how happy I'll be. Graham Mertz, though, what a you, what a day! Have a day. Twenty for twenty-one for five for five touchdowns. The one incompletion was a drop. Jeez. Wisconsin looks pretty good. They also did play Illinois, but yeah, um, they're probably a little mad after they got beat by Illinois last year too. So yeah, yeah. Maybe a little fuel to the fire. Yeah. Uh, last thing I got here, Noah Vedrill looks to be the starter today for Rutgers. So, good for Noah. Bear picked him to cover against I saw that. Michigan State. Michigan State's pretty bad, so. Rutgers is pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think Rutgers is on another level of bad. What's the line in that game? I got to look it up. It's like eleven and a half or fourteen and a half or something. Oh, I'd probably take the. I'd probably take Michigan State. Yeah, I probably would too. Oh, my dog's barking. Hi, Buck. Um, what are reasonable expectations for Nebraska this year? Four wins is a win. So is that four and five? Because, you know, we have that extra game at the end, or are you saying four? Oh, and four? I was thinking four and four. Yeah, I was thinking four and four, and then get that win over the cross division, five and four. That would be a win for the season. Yeah. Sorry, what were we saying? What are reasonable expectations for Nebraska? If you, as a fan, what do you think is a good season? Yeah, I would say four and four before the yeah. playoff, but five and three would make me happy. Five and three would make me ecstatic. Yes, it would. That means we would get two upsets. Because right now, well, I guess Iowa might not be considered that big of an upset, but Minnesota, Penn State, Ohio State, and Wisconsin would all be considered upsets. Yeah, if we go four and four, I'll be. I'll be good. Five and three, I'll be very happy. Yeah. I mean, Frost obviously isn't going to be on the hot seat, even if he loses every game. But I think he needs to get a pretty good season to keep fans involved this season. Yeah. Especially with there was not as much hype this year around the start of the season. Yeah. Because in years past, there's so much hype in the first four games and then it kind of then we start losing, then it kind of goes downhill. But this year it might be a little shorter, a little less hype, so we, people get mad. You mean the hype we have right now battle. before we get slaughtered today? I think yeah. most fans are not that hype, though, Justin. <laughs> I think most people are like, well, we're going to lose anyway. So, well, I went out to the out. Well, not shopping today, but out and about, and uh, I didn't see barely any people wearing red, and I was like, "What? what's going on here? I think there's a lot of closeted Husker fans. They don't want to come out of the woodwork and then 
have to go back in right after we lose by 40. <laughs> Just stay camouflaged? Yeah. But if we, uh, if we win... I also, I also drank the Kool-Aid. I'm wearing red today. Yeah. If, if we win, Husker fans will never shut up. And that's fine with me. Oh, and then we beat Wisconsin, and then... Then the whole season get canceled. We're three and zero. Yeah, now we can call ourselves NCAA champs. <laughs> you think you think Nebraska would pull a, a UCF if we won the first three games? I don't. Got canceled? I, no, I don't think so. But I think UCF had a lot easier schedule than we do this year. Um, but I, why not? Like the the playoff isn't made by the NCAA the conferences made the playoff so you can anyone can claim to be the national championship or champion it's just like the polls before they don't actually count it's just they count if people recognize them yeah so if it doesn't happen banner it up yeah throw a banner up there exactly uh, Nebraska still hasn't released a depth chart. Or let me look. Let me Google it real quick. My first question was, how are they going to use Luke McCaffrey? We sort of talked about it. What do you guys say? I like your idea. I don't think he's going to ever be a, the starter yeah. unless there's injury. But throw him in there for some packages, and you got to put him at running back, or I don't know, put him in the wildcat maybe quote-unquote wildcat, but he's the quarterback, actually, so... Yeah. <laughs> I, like I don't that. know. Do something. I mean, it wouldn't It wouldn't really be wildcat, because he's a quarterback, so... <laughs> but you can just throw him out there. And I don't know. I get your point. I have two quarterbacks back there. Have you guys watched uh, New Orleans play at all? With, yeah, what, their BYU guy? Yeah. Um, What's his name? Uh, no, I can't remember his name. Let me look it up. As soon as we talk about it, I forget. Well, every BYU guy is named Alex Smith or Bob <laughs> White. So we can call him Bob White if we have to. Oh, Taysom Hill. Yeah. Yeah. I hope we use him like that. Maybe not on like kickoff coverage, but put him in there, get some, get him to catch some passes, be a misdirection guy. Yeah. I like it. I mean, he's probably our fourth or fifth most talented dude on the roster so you got to play him even if you can't play quarterback what are some of the other questions you had uh right now i have i saw ronald thompson is listed as our number two running back he's a redshirt freshman and then our receivers other than wandell who who will play our captain from arizona cade warner yeah Yep, he's named a captain. Omar Manning was the big signing. He maybe will play, maybe not. He was hurt during camp. Um, Xavier Betts could step up and play, but he's a freshman. We got that transfer out of South Dakota, but is he actually Big Ten quality? Probably not. So, I, like, wide receiver is probably our weakest Losing JD kind of hurt, but yeah, that was crazy. Is he barely 
He, yeah, he's not making big splashes. No, he there. barely plays in TCU. I think he has five catches all year. Um, yeah, I mean, I think you kind of hit on all of them. I think Cade Warner is going to have a big year. He's kind of, I don't know, redshirt junior. His freshman year, everybody just knew him by his name. Last year, he started making plays. Hopefully this year he fills the – empty hole we kind of have yeah but we're we're young too at receiver so we could have some guys step up like chris hickman he was a tight end last year just moved to tight end or just moved to receiver there's a lot of question marks and on defense too will our defense play better this year uh, i hope so we Aren't got too much worse we look i mean we look I don't know the right word. Old, we look experienced. Redshirt senior, redshirt junior, redshirt junior. Yeah. Redshirt senior, redshirt senior. I mean, we don't have anything under a junior on our first team defense. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't ask for any more experience there. It's just, are they going to be quality, you know, yeah. quality people there? But. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I hope our defensive line plays better than they did last year. I hope Ben Stilley has a big year. I was looking reading an article earlier today about the difference in recruiting talent between Ohio State and Nebraska. On defense, especially, Ohio State's um, average ranking was like 96 on defense, and ours was 87, I think, for like stars. So that's a pretty big difference. Hmm. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. T minus 25, 23 minutes till kickoff. Yeah, I'm freaking pumped. I got to move my TV out into the living room and turn it all the way up. And then after Ohio State scores, I'll maybe turn it down a little bit. But... <laughs> Every time they score, you got to turn it down. <laughs> we should have over under on how long Scott listen. keeps the game on the TV. Scott is notorious for there turning is... the game off once his team starts losing big. Is there any other good games at 11 that I can switch it to? <laughs> NC State, North Carolina might not be bad. Yeah. Oh, you got Coastal Carolina, I don't know Georgia if, Southern. Yeah, that one. I don't know if that's on what channel that's on, but. ESPNU. NC is a 15 and a half point favorite. Bear said they're going to cover after a tough loss. Gosh. That was a tough loss. Two drops on the final drive, one on fourth down to turn it over. Sam Howell was kind of posed on that by his receivers. Uh, yeah, that. But you can't lose. You can't even be that close with Florida State, who before that had one win. Yeah, good point. Everyone was. I mean, before the Big Ten came back, UNC was as high as. Oh, they were five last week. But I don't think they're the fifth best team in the country. No, that was like Cincinnati was six or something. There's still nine, but yeah, I saw. That. Uh, it'll get it'll get sorted out. The Power Five teams will move up. Yeah. Um, let's see. Do we want to get to picks, or you got anything else on the hustle? No, all I had was season guesses, but we kind of 
My my most likely guess is three and five, but do you want to uh, pick your final four or your college football playoff? I got ooh, Bama, Clemson, Ohio State, and oh, I'll take the Big Ten gets two teams. I'll take Wisconsin. Yeah, they, who does Wisconsin cross over and play? I think they have the easiest crossovers. Let me Google it quick. Ohio State had, des- definitely has the easiest with us and Indiana. No, Indiana's in the West. Uh, Wisconsin and... has Michigan, but that'll give them a chance to get a good quality win. Michigan and Indiana. So they actually have two decently hard games. Crossover games. Yeah. People are saying Indiana's like the third best team yeah. in the East this year. Ooh, fourth probably. Michigan, Penn State, Ohio State. Yeah, Michigan. People don't people don't like Michigan though. No, I got I bet Michigan loses today, but that's getting into our picks. But what do you guys have for the final four? I like Clemson one, Alabama two. Probably have to go with Ohio State at three. And then I, I have been uh, – you asked me the start of the season who my Big 12 team was. I said Oklahoma State. I think they run the table and make I it. I like it. I don't, know, I don't know if they are the fourth best team in the country, but if you go undefeated and win the Big 12 and get some convincing wins over Oklahoma and Iowa State coming up, I think they can do it. I, I so po- pokes at number four. With my limited research, as in like the three minutes while you guys were talking there, I agree with Jason. <laughs> um, I thought it was going to be Clemson, Alabama, Ohio State, Oklahoma State, because I thought if you if a Big Twelve team goes undefeated, I mean they're going in. I think over a over I a Big so. Ten team loss. I hope so. No love for the. Well, I guess Pac-12 with Oregon, but I think people might almost be counting them out. If any of those Pac-12 teams have a loss or even an unconvincing win, I think they're thrown off the board right away. Yeah, I think Pac-12 is the worst conference anyways. and like pe- Yeah, people will be looking for a reason not to yeah. let them in. Yeah. Instead of trying to find reasons to get them in, they'll be... Finding reasons not to let them yeah. in. I would love to have Oklahoma State in the playoff. The only Big 12 team to make it has been Oklahoma, and they have never looked good in the playoff. So get some new blood in there. But I do think. Um, yeah, I would like to see some new faces, but I think the top three are. I mean, there's always surprises, but I think the top three are almost cemented. With Ohio State being the only question mark just because they haven't played. Yeah, I was just going to say that. I think the top three are pretty cut and dry, and then that fourth team really doesn't stand a chance. But um, You guys got any Heisman picks? I, do. I mean, it's horrible. Oh, yeah. Hi- with some- Heisman Dark Horse, Shane Buchel from SMU. He's had a really good year this year. And he's getting more exposure because. Uh, 
Pac-12 and Big Ten haven't played yet. Or Trevor Lawrence. What do you guys think? I guess I haven't watched SMU yet this year, but I was going to say Trevor Lawrence being the favorite right now, I think. Mac Jones, just people haven't really heard his name yet with his first, this first major year, but Mac Jones has been looking really good. Um, Graham Mertz after a great night. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Man, he did play well, but I don't think Wisconsin ever will play the type of offense that a quarterback can win the Heisman. No, definitely not. But no, I think my pick is Mac Jones. Trevor Lawrence always seems to F it up. Yeah, he's always really, really good, but not the best quarterback, you know? Well, especially when he only, well, he only plays a half of yeah. football in most of their games. Yeah, or um, Derek King in Miami is a, would be a good pick, too. He's played really well after he told yeah after he told Houston he wasn't going to transfer, and then he did. I remember us giving him crap about that <laughs> yeah. last year on the oh. yeah. How, Justin, you have a Heisman uh, pick? I, I told you I did no research. I have no idea. He took Trevor Lawrence last year, so he might as well just I'll take, take him Trevor again. Lawrence. He always seems to later in the season he'll have like one bad game or two bad games, and then he's thrown out of the race so yeah i think he's hurt is like every heisman winner be in the last few years has been like a dual threat quarterback and it's not like he's not he can run but he doesn't yeah. need to so i think those stats and might plus he has a bit. bad game and then he has no no games that he can make it up on because all the teams they played the right. rest of the season are no good yeah like we talked about this year it'll help him out the notre dames and that the ACC. Yeah. Um, North Carolina will look better. So that might help them out a little bit. But speaking of North Carolina, I have nothing else, so we can get into picks. Oh, boy. Here we go. Justin, you got our, yep. our lines? Yep. <clears throat> Jason, Jason set them up for me, but I can read them. All right. First up, NC State at North Carolina. North Carolina's a 15 and a half point favorite. Uh, I got UNC. Um, I think NC State keeps closer than 15, though. I got UNC and Sam Howell bouncing back from a tough game and covering the spread by half a point. I also have North Carolina covering. Are you writing these down, Jason, so we can uh, keep track of our scores? I will write them down right now. Georgia Southern at number 25. Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina is a five-point favorite. Quick, what's Coastal Carolina's mascot? They're, they're yeah. Chanticleer. Yeah. And their field is an ugly teal green. But I'm taking the shots. Go Coastal. I'm also going with the shots. I made these picks like two minutes ago, so trust me. <laughs> Justin, remember? I uh... Just remember last year with the the obscure games, you'd be like the home team picking yep, them. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad we're not bringing. We don't have that back today because that you're just guessing on those. You don't have any knowledge on those. Yeah. Sorry, Jason. I also got Coastal Carolina coming off a big win, 
continuing their hot streak. Uh, okay, Florida Atlantic at number 22, the Thunder and Herd Marshall. Marshall is a 16.5-point favorite. Uh, Lane Kiffin's not at FAU anymore. They're not going to be the same team. Uh, we are Marshall. Give me the Thundering Herd. I'll take Thundering Herd also. Big, in all caps, big. Big. Cover. Some would huge. say huge. I would not. Uh, Iowa State at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Here we go. I think we're going to have some differing picks on this one. Um, I asked Jason, and I think I asked you all who your big 12 team was before the season. Um, Jason took the Pokes. I took the Clones. Go Iowa State. Got a score prediction? No. 35-28 clones. There you go. Score. Is this college game day? No. Ah, college game day went Michigan, to, Minnesota. Yeah. Not that it really matters. This should have been college game day. They just sit inside this empty True. stadium. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going Oklahoma State. I picked them in my final four. I'm going Oklahoma State. Yep, I got the pokes. Like Scott said, I picked them at the beginning of the year. I got a little lower scoring game, 27-24 pokes, game-winning field goal. As time expires? Ah, three okay. seconds left after they kick it. <laughs> but you got, then they got to kick the kickoff just to give Iowa State a little bit of hope. But they don't get it done. Okay, next up, Houston Navy. We don't have a line for this one. Um, Houston, 14 and a half. Navy has looked bad. Houston. I uh, I really wanted to pick Navy. I put this game up there because I thought I was going to pick Navy, but I, I kind of looked into it, and yeah, they have not looked great. Yeah, so I'll I, take I Houston. It's a 14 and a half point favorite. I'm going Houston. Um, South Carolina at LSU. LSU's a six-point favorite. Oh, man. This one was tough for me. Um, I took LSU just because I don't think... Uh, South Carolina did look pretty good last week. Do it, Scott. Pick the cock. Uh, I'm sticking with LSU. I think they bounce back. They can't keep losing, right? I am going right? to say they're going to keep losing. Go Cox. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> I'm picking Will Muschamp. Go, Cox. Uh, the the losers are going to keep on losing. Utah State at Boise State. Boise State's a Boise State point favorite. Big. Boise. Are you going to call Boise State's field an ugly no, it's blue a beautiful field? Blue field. With birds that sky or nosedive into it. Occasionally. Boise State big. You guys are animal killers. <laughs> I'm going Boise State as well. I'll pick the Broncos, the Boise State. Um, what's what's Utah State's Aggies. mascot? Oh yeah, Michigan eighteen at twenty one. Minnesota, Michigan's a three point favorite. This is game day. They're they're making picks on game day right now. Uh yeah, I'm watching it. They everyone's picking Ole Miss. Um, anyways, uh, I read an article today on ESPN about Rashad Bateman. Um, sounds like a good dude. I hate PJ Fleck, but I think I'm going to root for Minnesota in every game except the Nebraska game. So I got Minnesota. I also have Minnesota winning this game. 
don't like Michigan, mostly because Desmond Howard. Yeah. I'm picking Michigan begrudgingly, word of the day. I'm picking Michigan. Um, I just I don't like either of these teams, and I don't like the r- damn row the boat yeah, bullshit. <laughs> so, but I also don't like Desmond. But we'll just put Jason that aside. Wanna, I'll, I'll, I'll pick Michigan. Mind. I do want to let you know that Vince Vaughn picked LSU over South Carolina. Would you like to change your answer? Okay, thought I'd ask. Nope. Um, next up, <laughs> Cincinnati, number nine against number sixteen SMU. SMU is a two and a half point favorite. Uh, I watched part of SMU. No, I didn't watch SMU. I watched a little SMU at Beatles with you guys last week, I think. Anyways, I think Shane Buchel is a really good quarterback, dark horse Heisman contender, and I think they're going to get the win. And it's at home, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's at SMU. That's why they're a three-point favorite pretty much. I feel like if it's, if it's at Cincinnati, Cincinnati's a – a five-point favorite, but since it's at SMU, they swung it to two and a I half. I heard Bears say that the spread at home is dropped from three to two because there's no fans. So at home, you get two points instead uh-huh. of three. Um, there you go. I also don't like having – I like it when it's a something in a half point so yeah. there's no push. Um, I am going with SMU. Good. I'm picking the Bearcats. To go in there and quote unquote upset SMU. Not sad we missed out on Cincinnati this year. Were they, were yeah. they on our schedule before? Oh, shit. Yep. Yeah. Uh, in in all right. Bill, but, Nebraska uh, at number five, Ohio State. It, do you say it's now a 27 point spread? And it was 27 half year. So 27 point spread. That means people are betting yep, Nebraska. Yep, picked on virtual locks on ESPN. No, that means however. Oh wait, Ohio no, that State. means that means people are picking yeah. Ohio State. Gee, uh, no love. Kool Aid. I think Nebraska is going to come out and score sixty-seven unanswered. <laughs> <laughs> but for bookkeeping sake, Scott's uh, <laughs> like uh, Ohio State. I go Ohio State. Like, oh, Huskers. I pick Huskers. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, I say Nebraska loses by uh, 26, and we, uh, we, we, we cover, but we still lose. Good for Nebraska betters. I also I, – I, I have us covering but losing. I, maybe – did you say 14 would be good if we only 14, lose by 14? Yeah. I think that's very doable with uh, all the stuff we've read off with – us returning a lot on defense, having an experienced Martinez at the helm, and Ohio State only returning 10 starters. I think 14's doable. I say we let them get up big early so they take out all their starters, then we can slowly come back and at the end of the we game. Can chip away and cover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll, I'll write that down in the books for bookkeeping's sake, as Scott says. <laughs> We're looking to chip away <laughs> and cover at the end of the game. Did you guys add uh, Baylor, Texas? Yeah, let's add them right now. I'll look up the spread. 
Let's see here. Texas minus nine. I got Baylor too. Fuck Texas. Horns down. Yeah. Well, I won't I, break I the Texas streak. I'll pick the Bears. Shirt, so. Tough game last week for Texas, and I hope it keeps going. I hope Tom Herman yeah. is fired before the end of the year. I don't know if that's going to happen, but all right, I don't. I don't know if anybody's going to get fired because of COVID Probably this not. year. Only one of the college game day guys picked SMU. Hmm. I think Lee Corso picked SMU. Speaking of Lee Corso, before we get out of here, I love the guy. He's been great on college game day for a really long time. They he need needs to, to retire. They just need to leave him out until the final pick. Just let him make his yeah. final pick with his mascot helmet and then stick him back in his home. Yeah, his takes are getting worse and worse, and it looks like he doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah, down Pat McAfee to replace him. But I think he's kind of – people either love him or they hate him. I don't know that there's many people that are so-so on Pat McAfee. I agree. Oh, four minutes to kick off. We're going to end this right at the right time. Um, to all our faithful listeners, I don't know how often we're going to do this. This might be the only one. It might be the first of many. <laughs> What's your number? Uh, I want to know your number. You... How many listeners do we need to get to have this be a regular thing? At least <laughs> six. <laughs> we're not even. We can do it. Like... Come on. Tell your friends. Tell your family. <laughs> All right, Justin, if you want to make it 10, we can make it 10. Six Six is a more realistic answer. (laughs) I think we averaged six, but our first episode got 30, so that kind of skews our average. But you you said we were Let's go shoot for above average. We can do it. On the off-season. Yeah, we had one (laughs) listener in Iceland, and I'm pretty sure Iceland has like 10 people. So (laughs) That's 10% of their population there. They have like we need to make T-shirts and start sending them over there. Vince Vaughn picked the pokes. I Scott. see that. Seeing if anyone else picks Iowa State. Not Kirk. David. Paul Come on, David. Lee. Pick pick Iowa State. Nope. No. All right. Well, that's all I got, guys. Go Big Red. Um, and uh, go big red, try not to cry too much when we get piss pounded. GBR. Go big red. GBR, we got this.